Howdy Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs! I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're choosing the Skok's life. Or maybe the Skok's life is choosing us. So find an extinct bird. And burn down your shed. Because today we're bringing you... Hunt for the Wilder People! No, you didn't say she shed. I, you didn't, you changed the line. I changed the line because I thought you were an Aaron Rodgers fan. I had no idea. What does it do with Aaron Rodgers? Well, it's a State Farm commercial where the she shed burns down. Okay. Well, I, I didn't, I just know what I wrote. So I didn't like reevaluate mid sentence. Anyway, Hunt for the Wilder People released March 31st, 2016, 1,265 days ago on a $2.5 million budget partially paid for by the uh, Republic, the, I don't know, whatever government is in New Zealand, the New Zealand government uh, made $23.2 million worldwide, uh, 96% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% audience rating, and an 81 on Metacritic. I want to go over, before we get to our positive and negative reviews, I want to go over that the audience rating here, I think, is either generous or only provided by, like, film Twitter. Because uh, I, I can understand more than one out of every 10 people not liking this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I think that, that the only people that have watched this movie are people that will like this movie is the real thing. Well, I think that's exactly right. Uh, I love it though. I, like, like, I think this, this movie only got released in theaters in New Zealand. Is that true? Uh, that's what it said on Wikipedia. Oh, well that's obviously true then. <laughs> but let's get uh, some on, positive and negative I'm, I'm checking. Okay? I'm checking box office mojo. Okay. $23 million dollars. It's a lot if it was only in New Zealand. So it uh, it played in 200 theaters. That's not very many. That's not very many. Um, by comparison, like most wide release movies at this point play in like 4,800. Like I think just so, in America. So not uh, It that opened many. in five theaters. If you're wondering why we're reviewing it, it was directed by Taika Waititi, who's like our favorite director. You may remember Thor Ragnarok. He directed that. This was before that. And it has Julian Dennison, who was in Deadpool 2, which we hated, but we like this. But, 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 Tyler, you're back. Oh, I'm back. I have a kid now. Tyler is a, a kid, kid now. It's been have a kid. Uh, the last time we recorded, I believe, was August fifth. That's a long time. <laughs> That's a long time ago. It's it's September seventeenth. Uh, the last time Tyler and I recorded together, I believe, was August fifth. Ah, uh, the the boys are back, man. We're back. Oh my god, it's so good to be back. Let me tell you, parenting. Do, do you want to know what's like my immediate toothpaste and orange juice to parenting? Yeah. So I don't want people to be right. That that bothers me more than anything. Like I want to challenge the system. This is my form of rebellion is that like when people say things like, oh, you're going to have a kid. You have no idea. You're going to be so tired. You're not going to have time to do anything. This, that and the other, whatever it is. I, I so badly want to be like, oh, actually, I just make it work because I love my kid. And clearly you hate your children. Uh, but they're all freaking right, Ethan. I'm so tired. Yeah, that's that's definitely accurate. I, I know this because like I've woken up numerous times since Tyler had his child. I've woken up whenever I wake up to a text that I missed from like 3.42 a.m. <laughs> it's like, turns out, of- turns out, Rogue One, not that bad. 
<laughs> oh, that is another toothpaste and orange juice I have. I love all things Star Wars. There isn't a bad Star Wars movie. I wouldn't give any of them less than a 7 out of 10. And I love the sequel trilogy so much. Do you know why the sequel trilogy and the spinoffs are so good? It's because the sequel trilogy or Rogue One or Solo could all make a case for being the best Star Wars movie. Don't at me. Rogue One is not the best Star Wars movie. But that's the thing, Ethan, is if somebody... Listen, I I tweeted out. I said, listen, Star Wars fandom, help me fall in love with Rogue One. And somebody made an excellent point. They said, Rogue One was my first Star Wars movie, period. That sucks. That's that's the big suck. (laughs) The thing about Rogue One that that gets me so bad... That sucks. The grande suck. (laughs) But let me tell you a few things that made Rogue One better this time around. Ben Mendelsohn went, like, all the way to the other end of the bell curve of, like, villains that I hate since they've been released. So, like, when, when, what is his name, Krennic? When Krennic originally was the bad guy, he was, like, on his way up the bell curve to, like, okay, I'm Fortnite over it. But now, now he was Talos, and I'm, I'm in on Ben Mendelsohn as a villain. I love Krennic. I'm all in. Okay, that's excellent. But there are some bad things, like the thing with the that like eats the pilot's face, and then we learn nothing else about it, and he just gets better in the next scene. What was that? Why did you include this? You're referencing things that I just don't even remember, because I've seen it twice. I own Rogue One on digital and Blu-ray because when we first started Bacon and Eggs, it was right towards my wedding, and I just registered for, like, every fandom movie I could think of on my wedding registry. Yeah. Because why not? And people gave me the ones that were less expensive. So, like, I... On my Apple TV, I have like 4K digital copies as well as the Blu-rays of like The Incredible Hulk and Rogue One and Iron Man 2, like the worst ones. You know, two years ago, I just, I got this for time up earlier today. You know, two years ago, we were leaving Charleston from your bachelor party. I did know that. Two years. All I know about Charleston is that Vaishan slept, like he had a couch, right? And he slept yeah. on the floor instead. Yeah. That's that's the only detail I know about that trip. I know that I walked out of the boat that we were staying on to the mega dock to vomit early in the morning <laughs> after the first night. And I walked by Ben, Carlin, your brother, who was just like, yeah, I, I know, Howdy. yeah, familiar. And I was like, yokes. what's up, Ben? And he goes, nothing, barfing, and walked back <laughs> into the boat. <laughs> oh, that was a cool, cool trip. But that was some good times. Two okay. years so, ago. It could have been yesterday. Have a, I love the negative review you have here. Can you please read it? I absolutely can. This is from Dick Brody over at uh <laughs> over at the New, the Yorker. New Yorker. And he says Of course he didn't like it. Of course he didn't like it. Why, Why would, he, would like, he like it? I think he might be the singular negative review on this. <laughs> There's seven. Seven, there seven? real critics. Yeah. Anyway, he said gentle and appealing performances can't rescue this facile and cloying comedy. What did John Negroni tweet out the other day about these types of reviews? I don't know. It's going to be buried in his tweets because he's very active on Twitter. But he talked about how this language for reviews is just stupid. Uh, like, but yeah, by the way, facile means, um, oh, what was it? Hang on. Easy, facile right? means superficial. It's a synonym for superficial. And cloying means disgustingly sweet. 
Oh, it is cloying. Just, but just say words that mean things. Just use words that actually mean things to humans. Oh, I know. I don't know why he writes in this lavish language. Oh, uh, because he thinks it makes him sound smart and he can just rip on good movies for no reason. Yeah, he can. I, I have the best positive review I've ever read for a movie that we've reviewed. Go for it. This comes from Tom Huddleston at Time Out. Not to be confused with Tom Hiddleston. This guy is definitely much chubbier and his beard is much patchier. Uh... Anyway, his review, September 13th, 2016. Uh, this might be the best kids movie since Up. That's like a weird... Here's why I love I mean, this I get, review. Okay, so I get it's a good comparison, which I didn't immediately realize. But like, there's like a decent amount of good movies made between... Like, There's better Pixar movies made between Up and this. Is there? I'm pretty sure. Toy Story 3 came out between Up and this. When was Up released? I don't know. 2009. So between 2009 up, we have Toy Story 3, Cars 2, Brave, Monsters University, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, and Finding Dory. Yeah, so, so at least, at least no, Toy Story only, 3 only, and Inside Out. Yeah, I was going to say there's only two that are notably better. I know some people stand Monsters U, and I am an apologist for Good Dinosaur. But objectively speaking, Toy Story 3 and Inside Out are the only real contenders with Up right here. Yeah, but those are better movies. Those are both better movies than Up, like straightforward. Whoa. I don't know. Well, they might be. Up is extremely No, good. no, no. That's the thing is you take the first five minutes off Up, that movie sucks. Oh, I disagree. Kevin the bird? I mean, he's cool. Oh, Kevin's a girl. He's cool, but like that's all anybody talks about. Oh, Carl and Ellie, it's so cute. No. Anyway, this, I'm, a, I'm this a bigger shipper great, of Woody and Jesse. Great movie. Great movie. This, The Hunt for the Wilder People. This is a movie, so this is like the most bacon and eggs thing we could have done. This is a movie that we, that neither of us knew that existed before we started the show, but no exists because of the show. I know it exists because of the show. I also know that I love it. And yeah. I love it. I don't I didn't make the up connection because I don't think of it as a kid's movie. When you watch this movie the for, for the first time, it's got a pretty familiar uh sort of like story arc that it goes through. What was the movie that you were most reminded of watching this? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Interesting. It's Sam Neill and a kid. Uh, that he grows to like but didn't like to begin with. It's literally Jurassic Park. There's just no dinosaurs. See, I don't I don't think about the relationship between the kid and Sam Neill as much. I thought about Blues Brothers the whole time. I mean, okay, I could see that. Because it's the, the, the fat guy and the less fat guy. They're on a mission from, from the, God. Right, right, running from the cops. Yeah, but I just, it's, like a, it's Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Like, I can't let that one go. My brain clings to that. I'm like, this is I'll this be honest with Grant. You, I didn't, I couldn't, my brain did not put together that that was Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Well, you clearly Park. haven't watched Jurassic park enough yeah i would i would recommend watching jurassic park about 56 more times i love jurassic park i was talking today here's another little toothpaste and orange juice for you when we were in high school i sat next to a guy named ethan in band class it wasn't you fun fact I, yeah i know who it was yeah and he was in the uh jazz band he played uh first trumpet at this time the jazz band and in the yaz band and he loved that swing and we were playing uh selections from Jurassic Park at the time, and he sits down and he looks at that paper and he pulls up his trumpet and he goes, Oh, I could kill somebody. <laughs> I, it has been stuck in my head for 15 years, I swear to God. Before it happened, it was stuck in my head because I knew it was coming. That's that's how frustrated I am at this stupid freaking jazz melody of Jurassic Park. Literally, how John Williams. dare you, Ethan Hafey? John Williams wrote Swing one time. It was that Cantina song from Star Wars and New Hope. And no one's ever <laughs> let him forget it. Yeah. Well, 
I, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. But it's been stuck in my head since forever. Also, straight up, if you were going to sing the Jurassic Park theme song, uh, but instead of boops, you changed it to taco, would it be taco, taco, taco? Or would it be taco? Oh God, how else could you do it? Try it. You sing it with the word taco instead. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just, just you didn't even it get it shot. right to begin with. You just said taco, taco, taco. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, but you swung it. I know, right? I'm stuck with that's the stupid, problem. I'm stuck with the stupid swing problem. Hold on. So do the taco thing. I, do it. I, sing it right. I, I can't. Taco, taco, taco. taco you got. Yeah, you got to go taco, taco, taco. That's the problem. Is you got to go because that's clearly that that second to last note is clearly a talk. So you got to go taco, right? taco, taco. Taco, 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 taco. Oh man! But then you go with the other theme that's just like taco, 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 taco. Taco, taco, So in my in my sabbatical, I have learned through fault of both of ours that on this show we do binary reviews which is a great way to review things it's how we review all things as human beings do i buy it or do i not Uh, but i did not realize that a strip of bacon looks like a one and an egg looks like an o and the show's called bacon wait who said that i said that to you just now you just came up with that that wasn't like a yoke that came up with that no i just i just invented that so oh jesus how did we never it's been almost (laughs) two years How did we get this far without putting that together? We have like templates for Instagram. There's there's people slapping themselves in the face right now going, I thought they knew. I thought they knew. I definitely thought they knew. (laughs) God, I would have told them if I didn't know they, if I knew they didn't know. Right. Here's the thing that gets me is, is the thing that held me back from thinking more creatively about the binary review was the bacon and eggs thing. If we, if we go with eggs as a zero, then it's rotten. And now we're rotten tomatoes. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think will, we just stick with the binary. I think we just don't call it rotten eggs. We just call it, was it bacon or was it eggs? No, I think we just stick with the binary. It's been our, it's, we can't change that now. We're too, we're too invested. You're so bold. No, I think we just stick with, stick with the, with the, I, I, we've been doing it too long. We, we stick with the binary. Stick to our guns. Anyway, let's talk about Hunt for the Wilder People, a movie that both of us love that we're a hundred percent not going to do justice to in this episode. I can already tell you that. Do you know why we're not going to do justice? Because you've been gone for a month and a half and we're just going to talk about things. I just straight up didn't rewatch it. I watched it a month and a half ago. You didn't rewatch it? I started watching it. I made it like through most of the first act, which let me tell you, I love this movie in its entirety, but it's first and second act are better than its third act. What would you say is the beginning of the third act? When they meet Psycho Sam. Psycho Sam. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. The best, literally the best moment in this movie is when Ricky says the thing. We're just going to spoil this movie. Uh, If you haven't watched it and you're listening to this episode right now. uh, normally, Yeah, normally I wouldn't care, but like it's on Hulu. Go watch it on Hulu. You can go to, I believe you can go to Hulu.com slash my brother and get two free weeks of Hulu. (laughs) Is that like a, are we doing a, of of my brother, my brother and me I've been listening to the back catalog of my brother, my brother and me, and they did Hulu plus ads for a year. (laughs) Like, I, I kid you probably, not, every single week for a year. Ethan, I'm almost certain right now during this call, while you go over the synopsis, I can set up a freaking thing. Maybe. I don't know. You should get a Hulu Plus thing, and we can tell people to go to HuluPlus.com slash something. Bacon. 
The problem with bacon is that it's such a popular word. It's very tough to get it for your referral codes. Yeah. Um, oh, while you're watching it, it says, I thought it would say this, for fans of Hunt for the Wilder People, Hearts Beat Loud is also on there, which, from my understanding, is also excellent. Uh, but I, I haven't watched it. So. Is that the movie with Nick Offerman and the kid and they do music? Yeah. I've been wanting to watch that, but I haven't. Is it on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Ooh! Hulu! Yeah. Who knew Hulu? But yeah, so I watched this movie today, and the best moment in this movie is when because it's it's the moment where they find where you finally realize that like the the guy gets it, but they just totally underplay it. So when Ricky's like, and if you see him, tell him that we, it was by the Wilder people, and the guy's like, <laughs> the what? And and Heck goes like throws the gun down, and looks at him like he's an idiot, and goes, the Wilder people. <laughs> As if it's the most obvious thing in the world. It and is that's the, the moment where I'm just like, I started crying. I was just like, but he gets it now. Yeah. That is a good moment. I love this movie in ways that I am not qualified to even talk about. Like, I can't necessarily tell you why this is one of the best movies ever made. Like, I'm not great at talking about films from, like, a film critic perspective, but, like, I, I cannot imagine finding fault with this movie. Watching this was one of those Ebert treats where, like, you put it on and all of a sudden a new movie enters your top five. Yeah, it's like, it, it's just, it was immediate because we watched it for, neither of us had ever seen it. We watched it with a small group of people on Rabbit, rest in peace, and... Oh, it's gone? Yeah, Rabbit's gone. Yeah, no surprise. That was yeah. seemed super illegal. Yeah, definitely illegal. <laughs> uh, you had to like go onto Rabbit's website and sign in with a different website. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and it's it's like I was watching this movie and I was like, man, 10 minutes in, not even to five minutes in when they do the scene where the, the uh, child welfare person is like explaining all the different things that Ricky's done wrong and it does the like Edgar Wright quick cuts. Oh my god, that is the funniest freaking thing. That was actually what I was going to say is the best movie when she's like, he does graffiti, loitering, and all this different stuff. Breaking stuff, burning up. stuff, kicking stuff. <laughs> no child left behind. That's no not child really the motto, but that's, that's my motto. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you have to go see it. I will tell you straight up, there is some animal death. No, no animals were harmed in the making of the film, but some animals do die. Yeah, if you go to if you go to the website doesthedogdie.com, this is a big old yes. Yeah, the, yes. I won't tell you which dog, but a that dog seems dies. Like a spoiler. Yes. There's also a very um like I don't even know who it's reminiscent of, but there's like a, there's like a Tarantino scene of a pig getting killed. It's it's like it's a campy. Yeah, it's like it's like old horror movies. Like it's it's straight up like. There's like a sh shot of a knife and then a shot of a knife being pushed down and then just bright red. Right. <laughs> just, just everywhere. Uh, there uh, you, go. You, know, you know what it reminded me of? Uh, have you ever watched uh, Santa Clarita Diet? I have not. It scares the crap out of me. I, just I heard they got canceled uh, after like two seasons without being successfully completed. I don't know. I did not like it. I know that if Nathan Fillion's in a thing, it doesn't mean a thing's a good thing. It doesn't mean Nathan Fillion's bad. It just means a thing might be bad. I, I'm literally just like, I'm going to give you, the the whole internet is just responding to you right now with that Nathan Fillion butt gif. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but that's how it works. But have you seen Castle's Firefly? not even that good. <laughs> I have not. Ca Ca hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Castle's pretty good. Castle's been on the air for like 60 years. Castle's pretty, I don't think it's on the air anymore. What? Yes, it is. He has a son or a daughter, and he's the rookie in a different show. Oh, the final episode is May 2016. Look at that. What do you know? <laughs> seven seasons, though. Seven seasons in a movie. That's pretty good. That's not even that many. For, like, a crime show? Yeah, no. Yeah, for, like, a crime show? No. Castle's pretty good. It's not great. It's pretty good. 
But, like, you're not going to win the Nathan Fillion argument. As long as Firefly continues to exist, you're not going to win the Nathan Fillion argument. I, I, that's, not, that's not against me. Like, I, I don't particularly care for Firefly, but people do. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with people liking Firefly. That's not news to me. I'm just saying you're never going to convince people that Nathan Fillion was in a bad thing because of that. Oh, I know. But he's in a lot of stuff that's not that good. And that's okay. You don't have to be in good stuff every time. Um, you kind of do, all of us, actually. Like, not all of us that's can the be goal, Haley Steinfeld. Bro, that's the, that's the goal. Oh, I know. I know. But not all of us are Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld's in bad things. Okay. I've never seen her in a bad thing, so basically... Uh, okay. IMDB.com. Haley Steinfeld. She was in a Juice World music video, which is almost certainly <laughs> bad. She was in Pitch Perfect 3. She was in what 3? Pitch Perfect 3. That was okay. Uh, she was in the Taylor Swift Bad Blood video, apparently. That wasn't that good. It's been in a bunch of things that I haven't seen. She was in a Romeo and Juliet as Juliet that was not very good. Yeah. Romeo ampersand Julia 2013. Uh, I don't know who Romeo is supposed to be here. Douglas Booth. I don't know who that is, but it looks like they keep choosing. Like if you look at the photos from this film, it looks like I couldn't decide on a period for it to be in. Cause some of their outfits look very contemporary and some of them look very Victorian. As long as we're talking about, um, contemporary Romeo and Juliet's, uh, I, I remain a stand for Romeo plus Juliet 1996 with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Uh, I will ride people, for that movie. Do people not? Stand yeah, people such a film? people not generally. There's not there's not such a big fan base for that one. Really? Yeah. But I like it. It's a good one. It's got Paul Rudd in it. Oh, I love Paul Rudd. Seventy two percent on the tomometer. 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 Tomato meter. The taco meter. Where did the taco, taco! thing come from? <laughs> Where did the taco thing come from? Well, okay. So me and my buddy Tim at work. We had tacos one day, and now every time we see each other, we just, that's all we say. We just say, taco. So then I was thinking about Jurassic Park. Taco, 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 taco. Stop swinging it. Taco, 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 taco. I hate you, by the way. Taco, taco. How does the Schindler's List theme go? Can we add taco swing to it? I don't know the Schindler's List theme song off the top of my head. No. What about, uh, what about, uh... Taco, 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 taco. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't swing the Imperial March. It's a march. <laughs> it's true. It's all quarter notes. It's very hard to swing. <laughs> oh, also, the taco d- thing doesn't work for that either. I know. Because all, it's all downbeats. No. It's all talks. <laughs> no. Darn taco. Taco. <laughs> that sounds exactly like work friends, to tell you the truth. Just like, what's up, Taco. <laughs> Taco. It's like oh, that dude you man. saw in the in the in the halls in high school, but like never had a class with Brian Lee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brian Lee, my man. Oh, That's exactly okay. what it is. Okay, so why do you love this movie, Ethan? I love this movie because it's like. For one thing, it's, this it's is totally cool. allowed to be your. If you're on film Twitter and you say you love this movie, totally allowed. Yeah. Totally allowed. <laughs> So that's part of it, right? Because you're allowed to love it. Whereas if people are like, what's your favorite movie of all time? And I was like, I don't know. I really stand Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. People would be like, you're freaking raw. Like the Michael Bay one? No. What? Did the did the Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles not get a sequel? No, it did. I don't know how to type. Tootin' Moon Age Needle Teetles. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, 1991, animated. <laughs> the Secret of the Ooze? Like Ivan Ooze from the Power oh, Rangers? Oh, it's not animated. No, the Ooze, the Ooze that turned them into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's not animated. It's if, live action. Bro, I'm be straight the up turtles with you. If the you think I watched, once again. If you think I've watched a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, you are sorely mistaken. This time for the last canister of the Ooze that created the Turtles, with which Shredder wants to unleash an army of new mutants. I know that... Uh, Ooh, the, when they when they do that thing that's like, what was the number one movie on the day you were born? It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. <laughs> was it really? I'm pretty sure. Oh man, I want to find out. I think mine was like Shakespeare in Love. A Best Picture winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> January. Okay, hold on. So it changed over on November 29th. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so bad oh no Ethan we've become that podcast what from November 22nd to December 6th 1992 no I'm just gonna bleep that out (laughs) they'll never know what movie you said (laughs) oh we were so close from November 15th it was Dracula and December 13th it was a few good men we were so close Oh, but the annual winner uh, was an animated film, Aladdin, with uh, Bob Williams. You remember him? No. Bob Bills? <laughs> Not how that works. <laughs> Robin Bills? Yeah, yeah, yep. That's what I thought. Uh, ending March 21st, uh, the week of March 21st, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Lucky you. Lucky, lucky you. Yeah, because I saw the thing that was like... You gotta, you, you know, the tagline from the movie that was the number one movie when you were born was, uh, is like the next thing you have to do or whatever. It's, it, it rules your life. But, so my tagline is, the turtles are back, dot, 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 in time. Oh no, it's so bad. Ancient so Japan, listen, listen. hold on. This is the thing that, at the top, it says, because it's a picture of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles dressed as samurai, obviously. Right. Uh, and at the top, it says, Ancient Japan, 1593, without a map, without a clue, without a pizza. <laughs> I hate these Fortnite movies. <laughs> I've never uh, seen a single one. You've never seen a single one? No, I didn't watch the stupid Ninja Turtles. Oh, nin- Ninja Turtles were great. You didn't no. have any older brothers, so they were on their way out when we were, They like, were. They were out. out. They were out. The horrible third movie got released the day I was Fortnite born. So they were so this out. is exciting. My daughter Olivia, for the rest of her life, when she does this game, she will come on Good Boys, the Seth Rogen film, like the rated R, the Good Boys movie. Never heard kids. of it. You never heard of it? Where the no. kids like, uh, it's like, it's like a, uh, it's like super bad, but the kids are younger. That was the number one movie when your daughter was born. Yeah, that was like last August month, six, August sixteenth, twenty second. Wow, I can't believe your daughter's a month old. I know, oh, a month old tomorrow or yesterday, if you're listening to this on release day. Yeah, have you played 18, her? 19. Have you played her? Uh, Eight eighteen by the Devil Wears Prada yet? No, I've never on purpose listened to the Devil Wears Prada. I have once or twice. They're not bad. They I'm used sure. to be. A, I know. They used to be a Christian band. If you can figure out what he's saying. Really? Yeah. My they have kid's an album a called, month old. They have an album called 818. It's a whole freaking album. No, I'm not playing a whole album for her. She's got to listen to Hamilton first. I mean, that's fine. She's a big Hamilton stan. We listen to Hamilton lullabies. She loves them. <laughs> She's a month old. Yeah, they work better than the other lullabies. 
What is a Hamilton lullaby? It's just, I'll show you. I'm sure this is going to get our video flagged on YouTube. It's okay. There's a solid chance that instead of the intro music this week, I'm just going to play The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. <laughs> is it just... Does it have words? No. It's, it's just marimba. It's very quiet. I can barely hear it, but... Yeah, so it's just a, a marimba doing the voice part. Yeah. Fair? How does a best or son There you of go! Oh! You're Hamilton trash. I knew it. It's a, it's a, it's been a long time coming. This is <laughs> the best. I just know the words to that. Song. I just could have best could if I ever could have released or could have could have uh, received. It's it's oh, not man. a thing. Oh, I'm so happy. Okay. Uh, I literally I know the words to that see. song mostly because of that Jimmy Garoppolo Saturday Night Live sketch. Jimmy Garoppolo was on SNL. No, Rob Riggle played Jimmy Garoppolo on Saturday Night Live. It might have been Saturday Night uh. Live. It might not have been. But there was a song that was like, you never heard that? The, my no. name is Jimmy Garoppolo. My name is That's Jimmy so Garoppolo. <laughs> That's so funny. How does funny. a bench warmer? <laughs> you never heard that? No. Hold on. Hold on. Because it was when he had to start two games in place of Brady. Four games, and they won three of them. Whatever. Thank you very much. Didn't he get hurt and Jacoby Brissett came in? Yeah, they lost that game. That was at that yeah. point it was like, okay, this is getting a little crazy. Jacoby Brissett is my starting quarterback in fantasy football this week because he's been doing better than my other quarterbacks. I have Brady, uh, which has worked out very well so far. Hold on, hold on. You gotta we're just gonna take a pause on the show here real quick and you gotta watch this. I can't believe you've never seen this. You the Hamel trash. <laughs> hold on. It didn't uh, copy. Oh my god, I look so fat. Why didn't you tell me I look fat can on you the just, video? Can you just oh Google Can you just Google search uh, uh Jimmy Garoppolo Hamilton, please? Yeah. Spelling Garoppolo is 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 a real challenge. Oh my god, people are Google searching Jimmy Garoppolo or Josh Allen. They're poor fantasy teams. Josh Allen's been doing well. Okay, but like you can have a real quarterback. Bench warmer. Who never played a single quarter. I'm also Jimmy Garoppolo trash. I wish he didn't play for the freaking 49ers. A team that I just can't get behind. <laughs> He's the rich man's Matt Castle. <laughs> I'm just about finished. I'm probably going to blow this shot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah, that was like... 2016. They were. I like that line about Brady being the uh, the league's Lin Manuel. Brady was the game's Lin Manuel, but he's gone. Wow. Oh man, I, I would have thought for sure you'd see that. I uh, maybe I did in 2016, but I you know I haven't been Hamill trash for very long, so I maybe I didn't put it. I together mean, I in saw it. I don't even like Hamilton. Oh uh, yeah. We, okay. We know. There's we that know. is not a secret. It's it's literal trash. We know. Oh, oh, we know. Don't worry. <laughs> we know. Go away. Uh, anyway, yeah. So <laughs> back to Hunt for the Wilder People. You ever read a book? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I have. I was thinking about it the other day. I can't remember a book I've read. What, what does that even mean? I don't know. 
I've been trying to read a book. I don't know if I know how to read. So, no, wait, I can read. Everybody, stop. Everybody take a deep breath. We're not circling back to this joke. Tyler knows how to read. Everybody take a deep breath. Everybody just shut up. I know how to read. I can see your tweets. You're the one that keeps saying it. You keep thinking, oh, Tyler doesn't know how to read. He'll never know. We're tweeting at him. What episode was that? What? What episode was that? I don't even know. Your new task. Listen to every episode of Bacon and Eggs. Find out when I said I couldn't read. Yeah, somebody, Go to Twitter. somebody tweet me and tell me which one Tyler said he couldn't read in. Uh, okay, so Hunt for the Wilder People. Julian Dennison as... You know what the funniest thing about Julian Dennison is? Is he's been in this and Deadpool 2. And then when he does interviews and stuff, like, he does not want to be typecast as this, like, terrible kid. I mean, <laughs> that's what he is, though. But that's the funniest thing, is that, like, he's super respectful, he loves his parents, he's never seen this or Deadpool. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, he's, he's never seen this movie? See them. It's rated R. It is? I would imagine. I don't think so. I would have thought it was. Okay, maybe he's seen this, but he hasn't seen Deadpool, at least he hadn't. When he did this particular interview, he wasn't allowed to go to the premiere. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, Hover the Wilder People's PG-13. Oh, I did not know. What do you? What doth thine know? That. I know that. But you didn't. You Googled it. Probably worth the Google. I did Google it, but I Googled it because I had a suspicion that I was correct. You corroborated some evidence is what you did. Yeah, and I was proven correct. Listen, Ethan, what do you love about this movie? I, I, I literally don't even know how to talk. It's the same way I feel about freaking every movie that, like, isn't an action movie that I put on the top of my list. I'm like, I, I don't even, I don't, I'm not even qualified to talk about it. This movie is good for, uh, like, objective reasons, and I don't know how to speak about that. Like, I could, even if I didn't like this movie, I would, like, I could tell you this was a guy after watching i'd be like yeah this was a good movie i didn't like it because of x reason but i i don't have x reason i love this movie um i don't know that it's my favorite it, it might be it might not be i think i need to watch it a few more times i think this is the third time i've ever seen it the I fact that it, it's on hulu is i watched it today excellent news but i just don't want to burn myself out on it i know i i have the same great fear i feel like this sort of this is like film twitter's version of like uh What's that movie that fandom Twitter likes with the Andre the Giant? The Princess Bride? The Princess Bride, obviously. It's just this like adventure movie with these hilariously quippy, quick, dry humor lines that are also sort of like campy and out there. I don't know. It's got this like weird combination of comedy and timing going that I'm a big, big stan of. Well, and it's at the beginning, it's just like brutally sad as well. But the beginning also has these hilarious jokes where like the... I mean, yeah, the, the moment where the mom dies is really sad, or the yeah. auntie. But there's also, like, at the very beginning, when, when the lady's talking to the other cop, and she's like, all right, looks good to me. How's it look to you? And he's, like, oh, so looking whatever. down. And he's, like, looking down, and she's like, Andy. And he's like, well, I, yeah, looks good. Looks good. <laughs> Those two together the whole time. <laughs> and when she's, like, on the other side of the ravine from him, and they can't get him at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No child left behind. <laughs> no child left behind. It's like a motto, but not the real motto, just like my motto. No child left behind. Oh my God, we're not even, I take it back. Everything we've said is a lie. The best scene in this movie is the funeral. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh my God, how did we make it this far without without such a comment? I don't know. Hold on. It was behind that door? Vegetables? No, it's not Vegetables. That's, like, that whole uh, interaction is not even on the, like, Wikipedia quotes page. 
Is it on the IMDb quotes page? I, I mean, the, the IMDb quotes page is what I meant, not Wikipedia. Oh my gosh, that's the best scene in the whole movie. Yeah. Behind that is door it... is the nummiest treats you can ever imagine: LMP, burger rings, Coke, Coke Zero, Coke Zero. <laughs> and what's behind Did the it... other door? Not the not the burger ring door, not the Fenta door. <laughs> Anybody want to take Jesus? a guess? Jesus, Jesus, no, not Jesus. You think Jesus? <laughs> It's another door. It's another door. And behind that door, the first time I came across that door, it's not Jesus. It's another door. And guess what's on the other side of that door? Jesus. Yes, Jesus. He's tricky like that, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I died laughing. The first time I watched it, I died laughing. I really did. I really did. But here's the... Okay. Here's an important note about this film. If you watch this with the significant other you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with and they don't like it, that's okay. It's yeah. Okay. No, I I definitely watched this movie with Kate and she was just kind of like, what? Yeah, I watched it with Emily and she was like, this is awful. I absolutely hate this. No, she... I mean, she... I think enjoyed it, but I just don't think she got it. And like, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to get it. There's a lot going on here that I still don't even get necessarily. There is. There's a lot of really pretty shots. There's uh, some Lord of the Rings references. Oh my God, I'm Lord of the Rings trash. I'm Tolkien trash, Ethan. Oh, it's not good. When you did you start referring books? to yourself as everything trash? Oh man, when, I just have Hold a on, kid hold on. This is the real question. When after becoming a dad, did you also turn into like a Twitter Stanny Visco girl? <laughs> I feel like being a father means that I have to lock into whatever culture is right now. No, being a father. Never... No, 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 no. Being a father means you're supposed to do dad jokes. Being a father means you're supposed to love your kid. It doesn't mean you're supposed to everything. Okay, so here's my understanding. Let me ask you, what do you think SK, SK, SK sounds like? Like, give it to me in context. Just like that. I think that it's people going for no reason. I don't get it. I think it's I'm not like a Visco girl. I, I've always, always, uh, I was under the impression it was more of a, like a. <laughs> no, it because not, it's not laughter. It's not laughter. No, it's not laughter. It's like, it's like that. Like I don't. It's it's the new version of just going like, oh my god, I can't even ask if like just slamming your keyboard. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Again, I'm not a Visco girl. Okay, let me say this. Let me say this. I want to get it you all out in the open. You are straight up a Visco girl. No, I'm not. Don't even I'm literally pretend. Not. I, I, I don't own a scrunchie. I'm not a girl. I do. <laughs> okay. I do. I do own a hydro flask. Have you ever purchased a filter? No. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Like a filter for, for photos? You never purchased one? Not on Visco. Oh, but you have purchased one. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've purchased Lightroom Ooh, presets. Yeah, okay. That's what, that, that counts. That's part of the Visco Look, girl okay, problem. But it has... It, 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 I, I, you, oh, can't, uh, you can't blame Visco for this problem. That's like, Visco is a very good app that is doing a very good thing, and people are just, like, sure on it right now. It's the same. Like, like I own a Hydro Flask because they are legitimately a good product. Yeah. And I, I bought one right before this whole Visco Girl thing blew up, and it's a very good product. I've it had keeps, Hydro Flask Like, when I'm years. in a hot van, it keeps water cold for, like, three fortnight days. <laughs> It takes you three days to drink a glass of water? No, but it's like, it, it, I can buy water at one o'clock in the morning when we happen to stop for gas, and then the next day when I'm like, waking up in the van, hungover, and I'm like, I need water. And I open the hydro flask, <laughs> and it's still just as cold as it was when I put it in there. I have the opposite problem with, with things that keep things hot. Oh yeah, yeah, you can't put coffee in it, you'll die. you just die. You'll just die, it'll just <laughs> melt your Fortnite face off. <laughs> it's the same with a Yeti, but the Yeti doesn't have a lid. Yetis have lids? You can't like close it though. It doesn't like screw on, but it has like yeah, a Yeah, but top. like I close 
a hydro flask and throw it off a building and it still has water in it when it lands. Here's the thing about the hydro flask is like, listen, on one hand, I hate that we're just mean to this group of teenagers for absolutely no reason other than that they have an app and an expensive water bottle. But on the other hand, I'm so happy that we're mad at the popular, attractive, rich kids and it's not like poor nerds. I I don't even know what a Fisco girl is. I don't understand it. This is a piece of culture that I, I don't get. All I know is that you became a father and turned into a Twitter stanny and you keep referring to yourself as blank trash. (laughs) <laughs> I I really do think I'm just Hamilton trash. Hamil trash, if you will. I have to put a portmanteau in there because I am a father. But here's what I think happened is when you become a father, your your jokes, culture, community, everything just pauses from the birth date of your child. So whatever was big then is the last new thing you learned about culture. And that's where I'm stuck. I know Visco girls. So Tyler's like going to be 12... a Twitter stanny forever. <laughs> Welcome to like... The world. It's me. Tyler's gonna dad. be like, I'm Avatar 5 trash. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What's that? What am I looking at? What? Nothing. Don't worry about it. What are you looking at? Ford versus Ferrari. What? Matt Damon, Christian Bale. Have you heard about this? Oh, no, I haven't. So, you know how I was saying you get tired when you're a dad? Yeah. Man, I'm so tired. Yeah? You good? Yeah. No, I'm I'm grand. But boy, oh boy. What else have you found to be true? I've found a lot of things to be true. For one thing, I don't care about the diapers. That's not a problem. This isn't... Okay, so I'd never changed a diaper until I had a child. And do you know what the process was like changing a diaper? Have you ever changed one? Yeah, take the old one off and put a new one on. Put a new one on. It's like putting underpants on. I've done it every day my entire life. Turns out, not that hard. Yeah, I I maintain that this is... The whole, like, men can't change a diaper thing comes from an era of, like, when you when you had, like, cloth diapers and you had to, like, swaddle them and, like, pin them Swaddling. on and stuff. And it's, like, most dads never just learned to do that because that was, like, a thing back then. But now but now it's just, like, a, it's part of the culture where, like, older guys talking to younger guys just like, ah, men don't change diapers. <laughs> I know I did, but you won't. <laughs> yeah, I, you're going to change diapers, future dads. That's the truth. Right. What other things have I learned to be true? Oh, you love that thing more than you've ever loved anything in your life and you don't know it's possible until you have it that one was weird because i knew it was coming and it still was like oh yeah this is the best i like this a lot okay i'm glad you're enjoying it yeah what else ethan what do people say about new dads to quiz me on on new dad culture i'm obviously the authority i've done it for four weeks you're the one that had all this these adages told to you i'm not a dad yet so nobody's been like just a proffering wisdom at me Ooh, ooh, that is one. Uh, a lot of people say with, like, your first kid, you're super careful and, like, you never let anything hurt them and never let anything touch them. And then by your second kid, you realize that kids bounce. I feel like somebody told me that one time and I was like, okay, guess kids bounce. So I'm I'm very like, whatever, take the baby. I, whatever, she's fine. She got a good neck. She does have a good neck. She can hold, her, hold herself up pretty well, better yeah. than a lot of babies uh, much older than she. Yeah, she was great. I got to hold her when she was, like, four days old. Yeah, it was awesome. It was insane. It's like a human life. She's smaller than a football. Yeah, she's bigger than that now. She's eight pounds, yeah. ten ounces. But they're always like, they're like, hold it like a football, three points of contact. And I was like, this is smaller than a football. <laughs> this is I, I I've held a football that was big. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hold like a regulation size football, I'm like, this is a big thing that you're throwing. 
Dude, my hand doesn't go all the way around that, and I got pretty big hands. Football is my favorite. I love football. I just go sports ball. <laughs> no, I can't stand that. I love football. I wish like, and I do that same go sports ball thing to basketball and hockey and stuff. And I wish I didn't. I hate. The, I don't I hate because I hate when it. I hate when nerds get on my case for watching football. Look, look, okay, because because uh, y- there was a conversation uh, on Twitter last year that you had. I don't remember who it was with. Where the person and I might just be calling somebody out right now. But I'm sorry. The person when you were like, yo, uh, you know, I I like football. And I'm not going to apologize for it. And somebody responded to you on Twitter and was like, okay, but you have to be cool with me making fun of you for it. Yeah, you can't just do that. Because here's the thing. Listen, I'm, I am like a nerd, right? I'm into right. nerd same, things. Same. The poster, I love nerd the, things. The, the canvas on my wall in front of me is like Marvel and has characters from the superhero franchise we love on it. Yeah, and I love I have nerd the things. Lord of the Rings books and I like I love nerd things. I don't need to explain that if you listen to this show. You know that. But I also love football and I also know that I listen to both nerds and football fans say things where I'm like, oh my god, you are you've gone too far with it. Right. But I'm tired of, of people, of nerds making fun of me for liking football. I'm tired of it. I also just love football. I love... I love professional football. I'm a fan of the NFL. I like college ball, but the problem is I like the Virginia Tech Hokies, which is usually a better bet than my NFL team of choice, my, my primary NFL team. Uh, but the problem with, with college ball that I just can't get into is there's like 300 teams, okay? And there's like... There's like 120. Whatever. Okay, let's say there's 120 teams. And then there's six times 32 worth of worthwhile players in the whole league and i just like i don't know man i just can't get into it there's just too many players there's too many one-sided games there's it's just uh, i just can't get into it i but, mean you might be changing your tune here in a month or two when the redskins are still oh and nine hey but the patriots will be nine and zero, oh, and that's really what matters this is why you suck i don't know if you noticed this or not this is why you suck because you're a fan of two teams like somehow an equal fan and it's bull and you're just if somebody tries to come at you for being like hey your team that you love that you talk mad crap about all the time is really bad you're just like oh, i'm also a patriots fan <laughs> the patriots are the best team here's and, my and, thing and it's, I, it's I'm just so deplorable bad. it's the worst trait you have as a person <laughs> if you, because you spend you spend nine months out of the year being like Redskins going all the way this year, and then somebody's like, "Hey, the Redskins I lost a game." And you're like, "I'm a Patriots fan, guys. Get no, it right." Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like. I may say hail to the Redskins. Redskins going all the way, and no part of me believes that the Redskins. Right, will but do if you than say 500. it, you gotta take the flack for it when you're wrong. <laughs> you gotta stand up and defend yourself like everybody else does, except you. And you just turn tail and you're like, "I've been a Patriots fan the whole time." No. Here's the, okay. Here's the truth. A Redskins victory or loss tastes sweeter or stings worse than a Patriots victory or loss. I will say that. I rarely watch the Patriots play until the postseason because that's when I can't watch the Redskins anymore and the Patriots are on TV around here. But I've always been a fan of both teams. I've been a fan of the Patriots for longer. Uh, so I right, don't know. Then you decided just... to become a Redskins fan. You give up your allegiance. You don't get no, to just you run back your... whenever your fa- main team's doing bad. I tell you what, Ethan. When it comes to the Super Bowl between the two teams, because it can happen, when there is a Super Bowl between those two teams specifically, I will pick one to die for. How's that? It's still not. You, you still just got to stop being a dick about it. I'm not being a dick about it. Here's the thing. I I like I, I talked about this in our fantasy football league. I there I have a hard time picking a team I I cannot find a redeemable quality for. Same. Like I like I the agree Patriots with that. I'm a fan of the, the league. I'm a fan of players. 
But I also right. don't. I, if the if the Packers lose a game and somebody comes at me, which they always do, notably you. Well, yeah, I'm like the I'm refs like, just hate you guys. I'm like, so yeah, much. they're my team. I still like them. But when the Redskins lose a game, you go to like, well, Tom Brady's the best quarterback. Brady is best quarterback of all time. You know who's not the guy? Case Keenum. Is he playing for the Skins right now? Yeah, he's zero two. What happened to uh? What's his name? We're we're prepping him. We uh. So when the Redskins go to training camp, it's really more like a country club. It's not like they don't actually practice, right? So when the season comes around, uh, all the rookie players still need to learn the book and they need to learn the team. So he's not really ready yet. Uh, oh, that's wild because good quarterbacks that turn into good quarterbacks start week one. Yeah, no, I know. And if he ended up in like New England or Green uh, Bay, you know why? Could- you know, you know, um, why wouldn't they just play him if they're zero and two? Case Keenum sucks. Case Keenum really isn't that bad. He, he's no, it's the rest go. of the team that's bad. He's throwing to nobody. He's throwing to Josh Doxson. Yeah, I think Josh Doxson got traded to the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> he's throwing to literally nobody then. You must yeah. put Josh Norman in. I he probably would he's be got okay, better hands than your Nor- whole receiving core. <laughs> Josh Norman is the slowest cornerback in the world. I don't know if you watched the game this weekend. The dude is not fast. He got outrun by like some no-name Dallas Cowboys receiver. Oh, it was not good. Oh, yeah, he's got very, good hands though. He's got good hands, got but it doesn't matter hands. if he gets aired out. Like, here's what happened: is week one Philly played, and Deshaun Jackson. Oh man, he just stuck it right to us. So Deshaun Jackson played for the Redskins for like three years, dear listener. And Deshaun Jackson is famous because he is fast as can be and he's got decent hands but it doesn't matter if you're the only player does he he's got pretty bad hands and he's famous for dropping a football on the one yard line (laughs) okay but he's the man if you're a silver linings playbook fan but his thing is that like the 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 purpose of him as an offensive player is that once in the first half once in the first half and once in the second half you air it out to him meaning you throw it like 50 yards down the field to him he catches it and that's it. And now the rest of the game, the other team has to defend As the, the deep room. ball. Yeah. Right. And the Eagles did that to you. The Eagles did that to you with Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> they did it with Alshon Jeffrey. And they did it with Deshaun Jackson, who plays in Philly now. Oh, he does? God. Yeah. He's he, back he, on Philly? He's, yeah, he scored two touchdowns against us. Oh, man. I've been so checked. I've been on tour for the first two weeks of the season. I've been so unbelievably checked out of this football season so far. I'm so stoked for this weekend. It just... To just sit down all day Sunday and watch football. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to get a six-pack of Bud Light for each <laughs> game. Just a six-pack? That's what I was saying. I was like, six-pack? You're a child. I don't even uh, drink Bud Light, but it's football. Oh, I I, I cannot stand Bud Light. What a, what a terrible yeah, about a, beer. About and a week before Tyler about- became a dad, Tyler's decided he hates all <laughs> light beer. I, I've, I've, I've lukewarmed up to it, but I'm a bigger fan of Diesel's now. Bud Diesel, Miller Diesel, Coors Diesel. I can drink those. You're gonna you're gonna go to the store and buy a Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. You're gonna, I'm gonna drink buy a case MGD of Bud Diesels. No, I've been drinking Bud Diesels. I also hate this about me. I've been drinking Fosters, like the Oh the, my god. Uh, oh my cans. god. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Just call me dad. <laughs> That's not even a dad thing. Dads know better oh, than so that. It, oh, no, dads don't know better than that because dads go to Outback Steakhouse and they're like, oh, when in Australia do Australians do? And they get a freaking Foster's 32 ounce, whatever, tall pour. Oh, God. 
I'm going to drive to your house and punch you in the face. <laughs> I've been drinking stick it in lager tonight. Love that. Where do you get that? that I just got it, Kroger. Oh, sick. Yeah. Beltway Brewing, the OK Rogers. I missed uh, the first two Virginia Tech games while I was on tour as well. First two home games. <laughs> oh, we suck so bad. <laughs> Hey, they're 2-1. Oh, gosh. Almost lost to Furman, who I don't think plays in uh, Division One. Uh, they're Well, it's FCS, so it's like uh, JMU. We did yeah, lose yeah. to JMU that one I, time. I, I'm, I, I know that! <laughs> All right, I need to... Emily texted me. I'll be right back. Okay. She should sing taco songs. Taco, 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 taco. Awful. It's got to be taco. Bonjour. What up? My name is Elder Price. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are these your kids? You have a lovely home. So here's what I just did. I went and changed diaper, and then I peed. And, and then you changed your it. diaper. Yeah, changed my diaper. Exciting news. We have been asked to review Turbines. What is that? Uh, it's a thriller slash horror. Of course it is. <laughs> I think those are the low budget films that are searching for amateur film reviewers. Uh, you you don't say. <laughs> Those are the ones we get. Is this People one in writing... English? Was the other one not? Uh, there was one that was in Italian. Oh, we did get an Italian one. That wasn't a, that wasn't horror, though, was it? Uh, it? Was it not? I don't think so. I think that was an invitation to a film festival. Oh, well, it was an invitation to write for iloveitalianmovies.com is what it was. This trailer looks so bad. For Turbines? Yeah. Well, it's a horror movie. It's not Jordan Peele, after all. No, it's not. When Jordan Peele sends us an email and asks us to review his movies, then we know we've I made will. it. I will. I'll do it anyway. <laughs> you know, Jordo, you didn't even have to ask, bro. Probably don't want me to call him Jordo. Probably not. Okay, so I'm back. Tell me about Hunt for the Wilder People. What no, do you like about this movie? I already gonna... told you what I liked about it. You tell me what you like about it. I did. I talked about the funeral scene. Yeah, and it's great. Every scene is great. The movie is great. I don't know what to say about it. I have no idea how to talk about this movie. That sounded like, I like it because it's good and it makes me happy and smile, but also sad a little bit. It makes me sad at a moment. It's appropriate to be sad. Yeah, this movie knows how to emotion. It sure does. But that's the you thing. Is like, it seems like one it of the bush a... people. What? You have any desire to get to be one of the bush people? No. Toilet paper is pretty nice. Toilet paper is pretty nice. Big fan of toilet paper. The old TP, as it were. I don't know. Uh, th this this movie. I like this movie because it seems like it would be one of those like low budget indie movies that you have to like apologize for things when you love it. Yes, but you don't. Right. Like it's the it's the best Wes Anderson movie ever made. It didn't seem very Wes Anderson to me, but it is sort of Wes Anderson. It, it's pretty Wes Anderson. But it's like, it's not. It's its own original thing, but it's the sort of, the same sort of, like, Wes Anderson could have made this movie. Granted, it wouldn't have been about the wilder people in New Zealand. It would have been about the wilder people in, like, Montana. Oh, yeah. Have you ever considered the Montana Montanian bush people? There's not a whole lot of bush in Montana. I once took a, I once took a train all the way across Montana. It's, uh, at least in the north part, it's pretty empty. Really? Like, it was extraordinarily empty. I know that you desperately want to move to Montana. I do. Yeah, I could use extraordinarily empty. Can I tell you... Okay, so I want to know more about tour because I feel like I spend this whole episode talking about fatherhood, and I want to know more about your life because I do genuinely care and I'm curious, but I also have another dad story, so, uh, I don't know where to go from here. We'll tell your dad story. Okay, so you know the how listeners dad, care no. more about your dad stories. No, but they don't. They want to follow you on Twitter to see your band tweets. 
Oh, it's funny because earlier we talked about like, that. I didn't even tweet. I didn't hardly even tweet stuff on tour. Well, I think you you tweeted more than you remember. I remember opening Twitter a few times and being like, mm, I don't know what this is about. Oh, there was a, I I I tweeted then deleted at more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, that man. there was a night. Uh, there was a night that we went on on Sixth Street in Austin, and like we went to this bar called Jackalope with one of the guys in one of the band that we were touring with who works at Jackalope. Okay, okay. And when you go to like a proper party bar with the guy that works at the bar, bad things happen. Yeah, yeah. You could never go to Brick House with me in my prime. It was like it was like thirteen sake bombs. It was bad. Sake bombs are murder. There was a, there was a lot of other stuff too. I actually bought a thirty five dollars shareable margarita because I thought it was just a regular margarita for thirty five dollars. I didn't look at the price. I just saw what it was. I thought it was like a Corona Rita, like that had a Corona in it. Uh, and it wasn't. It was a giant margarita that had five Coronas in it. Did you drink the whole thing? No, I didn't drink the whole thing. Me and the seven people I was with drank it, but I was definitely awesome? tweeted and deleted that night. Tweet and dump, twump, twump and dump. No, you can't say that. Yeah, no. That's not it. That, that is uh, not it. Tweet chief. and yeet. That's what it is. Tweet, tweet and yeet. Tweet and yeet. Yeet. <laughs> yeet. Yet. Oh, man. But no, Tor was, Tor was cool, but I. what did I tweet? Let's see. Do you no, not know? I, I do not want to show Justin McElroy less often. No, show Justin McElroy more often. That uh, man's got a Twitter bio for the ages. Tweeted some pictures. I said, I hope that Gabe Piastreffa from Young, Fro- Young Culture has a good day. Uh, I tweeted that all of Texas is just a roller coaster because they have the worst roads in all of America. Is that true? Um, it feels like it when you're in the back bench of a van and uh, suddenly you hit the ceiling when we go over a bump. <laughs> I tweeted a picture of crustless bread from Heb. H-E-B, yeah, yeah. Yeah, H-E-B. Yeah, Texas is wild, dude. It's like a, it's like a whole culture down. Oh, my God. So we stopped. The first gas station we stop at in, tar- in Texas is near Waco, uh, which is where Chip and Joanna do their thing, right? Yep. Yeah. So you could tell that that was near there by the inside of this giant gas station, which was the size of a Walmart. Um, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's like there was five restaurants and then they sold like home goods. In Virginia, you get a couple of those truck stops that have that. This was like one of those truck stops, but like five times as big. But anyway, so they had a whole section of stuffed animals, right? And this guy was looking through and he's like, oh man, they ain't got nothing good. And his wife from the other side, who I, I, I'm assuming it was his wife, the other side of the table goes, Jake, they got an armadillo. And he said, sure, an armadillo. <laughs> and he went and grabbed the stuffed armadillo, immediately checked out and left the building. That's all he did. That's, That's all, all he wanted was a stuffed armadillo. What, did but, he get gas? But, but he just, he just straight up out loud in in the freaking gas station was just like shirt uh, armadillo what a champion texas is wild man they got bucky's bucky's is like imagine wawa but again the size of a walmart how do they do that where do they put all these buildings oh it's uh, it's, uh, it's huge yeah it's it's just big city and then emptiness and they just put stuff there and they just put stuff there <laughs> they're just like you know what would be better than nothing right here Something. You know, you, hey, you know what's better than four gas pumps? A hundred gas pumps. So, you know what makes me anxious, Ethan? What? Paying cash for gas. Yeah, I never pay cash for gas. I have to go inside. I, I have to go inside. And what if you have too much cash? Um, then you, this is a common problem because I tour and we get paid in cash, usually from the shows. So like that cash yeah. goes into your van. What you have to do yeah, is yeah. go inside and you give them like $80, right? Right. And then you pump gas outside, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you go back inside and get your change. Oh, no, 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 no. 
you're asking one too many gas station related I, steps. I here. agree. I agree. But that's how you have to do it when you get paid in cash. And what do you have, have to, to stand in line to get your change? Yeah, I would feel no good about that. No bueno at all. Why? I'm not leaving thirteen dollars there. No, I'm not leaving thirteen dollars there. I'm just gonna not fill my tank up. Here's sixty dollars. Yeah, but you got to fill your tank up. You never. You don't. That's the thing about road trips, man. You never stop. I mean, you never take an opportunity. You never miss an opportunity to eat, pee, or fill your tank up. Because you, when you're driving through West Texas, you never know when we didn't even go through West Texas. We go. We went through the town of West. In Texas. When you're driving through Texas, you never know when you're going to hit another Bucky's. What is Bucky's? Is that like a glorified Sheets? I just told you. It's like Wawa but giant. Oh, I actually have some Sheets and Wawa related uh, comments to make. Do you? Oh, somebody's got some thoughts. Go for it. No, I mean, tell me. Tell me about Sheets and Wawa. Well, first, let me take you on a journey, Ethan. Okay. When you and I were young warthogs, uh, okay. perhaps like in this photo where we look very scary in college, and I thought I was like hot. Sure, man. College. That hoodie I'm wearing was red then. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a solid orangey salmon now. That hoodie I'm wearing was like loose on my body then, and now would like I could not zip that up if I wanted to. It's also, great... I look scary as can be in this photograph. But when we were young warthogs, we listened to a podcast episode uh, from a church service about dumb dichotomies. I don't oh, know that you was know the best dich- advice I ever got in my life. Yeah, about how... No, I'll tell you. Tyler, actually, I, I know what you're about to say, and I'm going to one-up you ahead of this. Okay. The band... The, so the band that I was on tour, like, shooting pictures for is, is a band full of Wawa... Uh, full of Sheets fans, okay, from yeah. Richmond. The band that we were touring with is from Texas, and they're literally the flyer for their tour was the Wawa logo. They're like I'm big Wawa guys. Big anyway, Wawa. so yeah, yeah. we're in their apart in their house in Austin, Texas. 1500 miles from the nearest Wawa, probably 1200 miles from the nearest Sheets, arguing about which is better, Sheets versus Wawa. And I said the phrase out loud. Guys, God's love is big enough for both. You're exactly right. It's a dumb dichotomy. God's love is big enough for both. Sometimes you need fried apps and sometimes yeah. you need you know cold what, subs. You know what I you know what I don't want at noon? Mac and cheese bites. You know what I don't want at three o'clock in the morning? A turkey sub. That's exactly right. I want mac and cheese bites. <laughs> Give me the fried apps. <laughs> yeah. Let me get let me get my popcorn chicken tossed in barbecue ranch. Oh God. That sounds awful. It's awesome. Here's here's a big problem that Sheets has, I learned. I, I have visited many Sheets over the past few days. Is it the not Dr. Sh- Pepper barbecue sauce? You're exactly right. It is not the Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. It is Ken's Ranch. Ken's Ranch is not the right ranch. I think Wawa sells Ken's Ranch as well. Like See, in, the, in, is, the, in the little packet things. Not packets. Yeah. The little... Uh, like Hidden Valley cups. is also not the right ranch for a few reasons. One, Hidden Valley was the name of my rival high school growing up. Therefore, sucks. Okay, so what's the right ranch then? It is uh, restaurant-grade ranch. The, re- the, gre- the ranch that only restaurants can buy. That is the right ranch. And I okay. know restaurants can only buy it because I worked at a restaurant that had it. Okay, so what are you proposing that Sheets does different? Uh, file for a restaurant license, which I'm sure they have. No, they, see, they, they use food. the good ranch when you get ranch on something. They may just. They use they the good, because like, I get the, I get the uh, from time to time, I get the, the chicken bacon ranch sliders, which are dope. Um, You're not going fried enough. You need to go more fried. It, it, bro, it's 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 like half a chicken tender, uh, two pieces of bacon, pr- <laughs> pepper jack cheese, and ranch on a King's Hawaiian slider roll, and you get three of them for like $3. 
Oh, I never amazing. get out of Sheets for under 20 bucks. You want to talk about the freaking ice cream parlor pissing me off? Sheets pisses me off. They're oh, one-upsmanship on their I'm like, I'm like, order. sweet. I got a hot dog for $1, and I got a grilled cheese sandwich for $2, and I got a monster. How is it $29? Oh, my God. I know exactly what you're talking about. You get to the register, and I'm like, okay, I came to Sheets because I wanted to eat something quick and fast. And the guy's like, that'll be $11. And I'm always like, what? <laughs> There's yeah, a Wendy's where across did the that street. Go? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, God's love is big enough for both Sheets and Wawa. Wawa, probably the more refined of the two. But Sheets pays $12 an hour to starting employees. And that's pretty impressive for a gas station. Oh, so Wawa's we definitely, definitely, definitely the more refined, for sure. <laughs> Sheets is more for like sure. a... Hang on. I wrote down. I got I to gotta find this. I think I wrote it down. Because sometime during your hiatus, I had a freaking Wendy story. I have a... While you're, while you're trying to find it, I was pulling out of Sheets the other day. And uh, my car does this thing as a safety feature that is, is a wonderful safety feature. It really is. When you put the car in reverse, uh, it turns the volume down to like just above audible uh and this is a great safety feature unless you're using audible the app because you're gonna like get in the car set your book so that you can just like okay i don't have to worry about it i'm gonna go to the interstate and everything's gonna be good you're gonna back out of your spot and you're looking around it's a gas station there's a lot of mobile traffic here and you miss like the first six sentences of the chapter what am i what am i supposed to do ethan i can't go back i'm driving i can't text and drive i just gotta live pretending i know the setup for this chapter is not acceptable ethan it's not acceptable at all if you hit tyler i'm gonna hit you with some life advice right now bud i'm gonna hit you with some good advice if you hit the the back button like the go to the the restart the song button, it will roll that book back 15 seconds. Just 15? It's either 15 or 30. I think it's 15. But here's the problem. Here's the problem with that, Ethan. Listen, I believe that what you said may or may not be true. I know for a fact if I press the back button, not only is it not going to do that, it's going to go to like a different book altogether. No, 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 like, no. It'll, it'll, and you can, you, it'll stop at the beginning of the chapter, and then you have to hit it again to go back to the previous chapter. Oh, I don't Audible, know about all this. Audible is a smart app, man. What book are you listening to, bud? What book am I living, listening to? A yeah, book that for, requires a book that requires listening, Ethan. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, it's I, called Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring. You listen to that Rob English version? Whatever's on Audible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so listen. Um, I owe, I, and I'm not gonna ever tell her this to her face because, um, no. As far as versions of the Lord of the Rings audiobook go, I do owe Mary Clay Watt an apology because I gave her mad shirt when she first started. That's what I'm talking about for for pushing for the for the Phil Dragish Dragish version of the books because the ones that aren't on Audible. But then I was driving seven hours by myself to New Jersey, and I figured I would be a good time to catch up on um Lord of the Rings. The, the Fellowship of the Ring, and I got about 11 minutes into uh, the, 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 the one that's on Audible before I wanted to drive off a bridge. Listen, I don't want to drive off a bridge for any reason other than I'm passed out asleep. That's what I'm saying, is I was like, oh, God. This party's super expected, bro. Mm, good night. <laughs> Everyone saw this coming. This party was super, super, super expected. And I get it. It's like it's cute because because the first chapter of The Hobbit is the unexpected party, and then the first chapter of Lord of the Rings is the un or the long expected party, and it's cool. And I didn't know that. Uh, and then he was just like, Chapter one, a long expected party. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins, being the first of his name, it is eleven to one years old. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. It's I'm gonna not... die. I'm gonna drive off bridge on anyone and die because you're gonna fall asleep. Yeah, it's, dude's it's gonna put me. I was. It was eleven minutes, and I'm sitting there like. 
like drinking a monster wired like I can't fall asleep. I can't do it. So I listened to The Handmaid's Tale instead. Oh, I tried to watch that show and I got like super uncomfortable immediately. So I don't know if that's for me. Uh, it's a good book. Um, I tried to watch the show and the first thing that happens in the show is a scene that is like explicitly missing from the book. And I turned it off immediately and said, Fortnite is show. No mouse. Because when you when you when the first scene of your show is a thing that was like specifically not written in the book for a reason, the first scene was not written for a reason. I'm like, mm, eh, mm. do you even get it? Lumos Maxima. Is this ASMR with Tyler? Lumos Maxima. There would just be there would be owls rocketing out of the Ministry of Magic as he's doing that opening scene. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm trying to say. There we go. Now we're all on the now same Now we're all page. on the same page. I get it. Alfonso Cuaron didn't read the book. Got it. Yeah. Alfonso Cuaron was like, oh, this is a neat the script you got here, but what if he was doing a little magic spell right there at the beginning, huh? Huh? <laughs> I think I just got followed by someone's Finsta Ooh. on Instagram. Somebody, a listener of the show, so I'm not going to just like dead name them here, but I believe I just got followed by someone's Finsta. Was it me? It was, was it not. My Finsta? It was a, it was a, a, a OG listener. Oh my gosh! I can read what the patrons read when they get when they sign up for Patreon because it was just posted on Instagram, and I have no idea how to edit this message. Howdy, Oaks! Thank you so much for your donation. This is legitimately the height of generosity. We are so 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 appreciative. Not enough word taco in here. It means the literal world to us, and you are helping keep this thing going. Depending upon your reward, to expect a message from us soon, either asking for details or looking at scheduling. Ooh, the best. Quick um, flame into story preps. What's what's wrong with that message? That sounds super great. Know, that actually that went way better than expected. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Who posted on Instagram? Grace Ann Moore, new patron, ah, three dollars patron. Moore. Yeah. At at uh, uh, at Bacon and Ethan. <laughs> I love that one when she went away from Wow Now. She took the other one. <laughs> I wish she just kept WoW now, but I think that means I can get back. It's possible. What are you now, Ed Chill Photos? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get WoW now back, but... But you could. I'm going to have to make a move on it either way before this episode airs, I'll tell you that much. That's true. Did I get it back already? I did get it back already. Look at me. Look at you. Margarita Ethan coming in clutch. I'm pretty... Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, at baconandethan at gmail.com is, has the Instagram handle WoW now. Because I created the but, the email address for the purpose of getting the um the old the Bacon and Ethan address back, and then Grace beat me to it. She's so good. She's a sly devil. That one. <laughs> oh, you what's behind that other door? Grace and more stealing your Instagram. <laughs> I got new license plates. Wow, now is officially dead. Did you really? Yep. Ooh, what's it say now? Uh, they're right here. Uh huh. Go on. Those are my new license plates. I can't see you. Oh, you can't see me. Yeah, that's not new. Oh, well, flipperty gibbet. Go on. Go on. So, Ethan, bad news in the world of Tyler. Uh, I cracked one of my monitors, so now I am living the single monitor life. And Yeah, I'm not giving you another I have, one. Well, I, I'm aware, right? That would be a ridiculous request. Uh, but I do know that my birthday's coming up, um, unrelated to anything we've been talking about. Um, but I have two monitors at work, and I used to have two monitors at home, and I did not realize how valuable twice as much screen was it's, until... It's incredibly valuable. It is the most valuable. It is like I'm looking at a Game Boy Color right now. It is wild how useless this is. Well, you shouldn't have broken it then. I, I would 100% agree. To be fair, my desk is definitely not big enough for two monitors. So, I mean, I, I mean, got that going for me. I need a bigger desk. Uh, I'm not asking anybody to buy me a desk, but... This is just great podcasting. 
that's a weed whacker. That's We're a, gonna have uh, to cover a... this movie again. <laughs> no, I don't think we will, Ethan. <laughs> we are we are way into the recording, and we have said very little about the film. The point of the, here's the message I want you to receive, dear listener, is there is more than two hours worth of conversation to have about this film, but. The important thing that I want you to take away is that you should spend two hours, if for no one else but yourself, watching this film, because it will genuinely improve your life and your day, and I don't want to have to sell it to you. I want you to hear this recommendation and say, you know what? Tyler recommended it. It means a lot to him. That means it means a lot to me, and therefore I'll watch it. And if that is not a good enough reason, I want you to know that it also means a lot to Ethan. So even if it didn't mean much to me... You gotta make Ethan happy and listen to him. Listen, we pass the hash browns to each other for a long time, but it's time for us to pass the hash brown pass the hash browns to you, and it's time for you to watch Hunt for the Wilder People because I think that your life will be vastly improved, and we can make this the new most quotable movie of all time. And Princess Bride can sit down as you wish. Oh, this Thank is an, you. this is an incredibly quotable movie. Oh my God, yeah. We quote this movie all the time, just to each other, just in our daily lives. Yeah, yeah. Like that part about Jesus? <laughs> Good times. This is a great movie. I wish I could watch it every day, but I don't want to because I'll ruin it. Anyway, let's let's give it a solid let's give it a 10 more minutes of wilder people discussion and then we can wrap up. Okay. I can I can do 10 minutes. You sure? Yeah. So tell me, what do you think of, you know, the foster system in in the planet is sort of this rough system but how do you think this film handled the situation in uh say compared to Shazam? How do you think this film handled the what it feels like to be a child in foster care. And and do you feel like Julian Dennison is a bad kid because he's a foster child or he's a foster child because he's a bad kid? Or what do you think is going on there? And go. You have 500 words. Convince me. Uh, I think that um, the point of this movie is not to comment on whether or not Julian Dennison is a bad kid because of the foster system or not. I think it's just to comment on the fact that like it's not always easy to find a loving home from the foster system but it is possible um if you want I a think... dis- if you want a discourse on whether or not the foster system makes kids bad or not you can watch goodwill hunting with matt damon uh it won like a bunch of oscars it's really good um but this this movie is it's just it sort of uses the foster system as a basis for this like this story between this old man and this kid I think I think one of the important lessons that we have here is that like getting a home as a foster child it, with the loving parents, etc., is hard enough, right? Like that's a challenging enough hurdle to get over, and you need to go into the movie like knowing that's the case. And you do because they, you know, there's a little bit of exposition. Like Julian's been with this many families, and he's always had these same problems, and we've relocated him plenty of times, and we learn about Amber. Other- Right. And then the other part of the challenge is not only is it very hard to find a foster family that cares, but then once you're there, like you have to care about them. And I think that's such like a big ask to the children. And it's it's very tough to the parents in that situation because it's like, I'm trying my best to care about this child, but there is no reason that this kid would care about me. Right. And and, and they and need can, a reason. You can see that even in just what's her name Bella yeah when she like learns how to communicate with Ricky in a way that's effective for him just by saying stuff like all right you can run away tomorrow but just come back for breakfast we're gonna have sausages like and bacon. she she just accepts the fact that he's gonna run away every night she welcomes him back with open arms instead of like getting weird with it and calling the cops and everything right she knows that if she calls the cops now they're just gonna take him right and so she just lets him run away she always cooks him breakfast in the morning you know she makes sure his bed's uh good to go he's got all sorts of lamps he's got 
got an Indian lamp and a bulldog lamp. His couple cats. We got and we got exposition on his lamps, which is again <laughs> just that like Taika Waititi listing things cracks me up every time. I don't even know why. LMP burger rings. Just this whole movie is full of different lists, and they're funny every time because of the way that the movie is done and the characters and the way it's shot. And like we see a Wes Anderson close up of the bulldog lamp and the Indian lamp and a couple cats. <laughs> And then there's the water bottle, the, the the warm water bottle that you sleep on. Right, which is a symbol that she actually cares about him. And, you know, she understands him. She listens to his haikus, even when they're bad. Kingy, you wanker. I hate you heaps. <laughs> that was called Kingy, you wanker. I do love the fact that he does haikus. That's such a wild way to like because on one hand it is really helpful but on the other hand it's definitely a commentary on these like ridiculous things that like therapists try to get these kids to do that wouldn't normally be helpful but somehow clicked with Ricky. Well, and it shows that like he's been to a therapist and he's actually listening to what the therapist is saying. Which right, whether he realizes it or not. Up, and opening up about that to a stranger, I think, has its own set of challenges. For sure. There's it's, there's too many people out there right now. We're getting really serious with this. But there's too many people out there that right now that are afraid to talk about their problems to other people, even like licensed professionals, and afraid to admit that they went to therapy. Yes. But then also the film has these like beautiful flip moments where the Child Protective Services people show up. Then there's it's horrible. Like, it's like, and they're horrible, but they also, like, they, like, the house is burnt, the she shed is burned down, and they're like, I don't think this is Ricky. <laughs> like, oh, why not? <laughs> she's like, is a plate. I don't know, Andy, does this look like a human head to you? <laughs> Man, I cannot first... do this, like, I cannot, I can do Australian pretty decently, I cannot do this, like, soft New Zealand accent. i tell you the truth about the, the, uh, the Kiwi accent is I can't do it. I slip into, like, because I've watched, uh, like, District 9 too many times, and I slip into, like, my name is... Whatever his ah God, I, I can't even remember now. But that that whole like South African thing, Denny Archer. My, my name's Denny Archer. The Blood Diamond. What is the dude's name for District Nine? Have you seen District Nine? No, I'm not. Good movie. Good movie. It's a little gross. But it's a good movie. Oh, I don't I don't do gross well. It's it's not it's it's not easy to look at. Anyway, um, yeah, I cannot do this, like, this Kiwi accent. I can do some of the Kiwi accents, but not this one. And we have, uh, even, there's even a Kiwi in the Discord who's just going to be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I know things about New Zealand. I know about the All Blacks. I know, I know things. I know that's where Lord of the Rings think, took you place. Know what I love about, you know what I love about New Zealand? Is if, if all you know about the culture there is they shot Lord of the Rings here. That's totally fine. <laughs> I just said I know about the All Blacks. I also know about the All Blacks. It's the uh, the, 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 the the rugby team, right? Yep. yep. Boom. It is indeed the rugby team. But yeah, I know that they're like the nicest people in the world. Yeah, they're like super unbelievably friendly. And there's some like Canadians the getting mad about that. Anyway, um, I do love this movie. If you haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People, it is on Hulu. Did you ever get us a code? No, you have to like email Hulu. All right, well, go, yeah, just go to Hulu. I'm sure you can just get a free trial of Hulu. It's worth getting a free trial of Hulu just to watch this movie. But like, other than that, Hulu's kind of like a trash service, TBH. Well, it's got some good programs. It's got yeah, this, but it's also got, it's got some got... bad ones. I already mentioned how mad I was the Handmaid's Tale TV show. So that's true. That is a Hulu that's original. True. That is a Hulu original. Just read the Fortnite book. That's true. I say that it's as if they could have written the show without reading the book. It's just frustrating. It's like a scene that the author left out on purpose. I don't know. The book is all right. I'll read the. I'll watch the show at some point when I'm not mad at it. I was too too close to the problem. I'm sorry, Hulu. I shouldn't have gotten mad at you. Hey man, 
It's not okay. You're no Netflix. You're no Amazon Prime. You didn't make good no omens. No Netflix. Oh, come on. Netflix is trash. Yeah, Netflix sucks so much. Stranger Things, bad show. No, well, hold on. Stranger Things is Netflix is great, exception. dude. What are you talking about? I don't know, man. Netflix keeps re- releasing these original films that just look terrible. Yeah, but they also released good ones, like Unicorn I mean, Store. Oh, Unicorn Store was pretty good. I liked that one. Yeah. I, if you if if I never heard the word Unicorn Store again, I, I think I would not know that it was real. <laughs> just a collective fever dream. Yeah, that we all like. We we all experienced it. It was a good time, and it's over now. That's fair. That's fair. It was the thing that happened. Although, like, literally part of the whole Unicorn Store thing was questioning whether or not it actually happened. So, who knows? My knows. Brie Larson and also stuff. Ugh! I have no idea how to make podcasts anymore. You let me do this for, like, six weeks by myself. It was, like, four weeks-ish, maybe. I think four weeks in the week prior. It was It was at least five. It was many, many weeks. What did you do with all those other people? We talked about movies. Thanks for listening, bud. Appreciate you. <laughs> I couldn't... I, uh, if I, All I did was fall asleep listening to Lord of the Rings, and I'm not very far in. I say that, but I'm, like, eight hours in, which is a lot. I'm a big fan of a short Audible book. I know that, like, I'm supposed to get the most out of my, uh, what is it, token? What do you get uh, each month? Uh, credit. 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 I know that I'm supposed to get the most out of it. Jenna and my like drinks, it will not work on me. We need the Republic credits or something better. No, credits won't work. And then Qui-Gon's like, credits will be fine. And he's like, no, they won't. Uh, One like, time, when Chris and I went to see the Rolling Stones in uh, DC, they we had an Uber driver that sounded exactly like Watto. Watto is my father. Exactly like him. He's just like, so you're going back to Alexandria. <laughs> 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 well, that dude owns slaves, so maybe maybe not the best person to uh, sound like. It was a wild experience. Like Chris and I both looked at each other, and I think that because we were not, neither of us were sober. But I, I think I think one of us said it was Sebulba, and the other one was like, "Yeah, I totally know what you mean." Even though it wasn't Sebulba, we figured out later on that it was Watto because Sebulba doesn't talk in a language. That's so wizard, Annie. What? So that kid says, <laughs> "What? No, he does. Yeah, he does." <laughs> I'm a person and my name is Anakin. You want to talk about underrated Star Wars films? Not The Phantom Menace. Not The Phantom Menace. Man, it's not good. It's not good. It's hard to watch. Earlier you were like, I could see why you'd want any Star Wars movie to be your favorite. The Phantom Menace is not allowed to be your favorite Star Wars movie. No, I, I I would agree with that. But I would say three through nine with the bonus stories, or three through eight with the bonus stories thrown in, I could I could see an argument for any of them. I cannot see an argument for any of the prequels. Oh, I really genuinely love Revenge of the Sith. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. That's so wild. It's such a bad movie. I just love it so much, though. I don't think Hayden Christensen is bad. Although people are always like, but he is though. He literally script. is. That's like an objective fact. He's a bad at I acting. I know. I know. He there's a reason he wasn't cast after that Star Wars film. He was. In. Yeah, he was in Jumper. Yeah. That did so well. I think it actually did. Jumper? People hate that movie. People have seen it. Yeah, and they hated it. Yo, speaking of of long books, I uh, recently started re-listening to the first, because I never finished it, but I started listening again to The Goldfinch, uh, which is a movie that comes out next week, or possibly is already out, I'm not sure. Uh, It got a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it really? Yeah, the book won the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction, and the movie got a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's possibly because they tried to make a single movie out of an audiobook that's like 42 hours long, but... That's a long audiobook. What I was trying to say is I like short audiobooks, because I like to finish them, and I feel like if it's 18 hours, I'm never going to realistically finish this. Oh, I finish most of the books. 
Yeah, but I work a lot. I finished most of the books when I worked a lot, too. I don't know. Maybe I just have a short attention span. The other problem is I like Hamilton too much. So every time I get in the car, I'm like, I could listen to Lord of the Rings. Or I'm not throwing away my shot here. I just can't imagine listening to the same thing all the time over and over again. I, 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 you know, for a long time, I couldn't either. But uh, when you fall in love with Hamilton, you'll learn. I'm not you going just to can't fall in love stop. with Hamilton. I would have already uh, happened. It is nonstop. You know what I'm saying? Like, not wow. Really. The goldfish, 26% now. Um, no, it well, went down while we're talking about it. Excellent. <laughs> Let's go ahead and, and, and wrap this this show. All right, we need a breakfast food. Breakfast food for uh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. I think this is some freshly slain pig. Some pork for breakfast. A few saucies. A few saucies. <laughs> Bacon. It's a good pancake. Yeah. Hick. I mean, it's, it's a bush breakfast. Here's the thing is if you love the bush, if you want to be a bush people, or if you spent your summer in the bush, you can go to teespring.com slash camp dash bacon dash eggs, and you can get your camp bacon and eggs shirt from your time in the bush. I don't it's think our that's newest the address. Shirt. It is. It is? Yeah, I know because I'm here right now. You sure? Yep. Okay. That'll bring you to the product. You could also go to teespring.com slash stores slash bacon dash and dash eggs. But if you just go to teespring.com slash camp dash bacon dash eggs, you can see our newest shirt, which is camp bacon and eggs. For all you bush people who spent your time in the bush doing your bush stuff, it's got a flag and it's got a mountain. It say says bush established 2017. Times, <laughs> I'll say bush one more time. Yeah, I'll do it. You think I won't? Uh, no, I absolutely think you will. I'll do it. I'll do it. You can even go on teespring.com slash camp dash bacon dash eggs and use promo code eggs for 5% off your t- purchase. That's awesome. 5%. We're going to give you 5% off. That's pretty neat. Why are there two of the same hoodie, but one is outrageously expensive? They're different prices? Yeah. There's like one hoodie that's like, and they're the same hoodie, but one of them is like normal price and one of them is like 60 bucks. 60 bucks? I don't want to sell it for 60 bucks. That's way too much. Hold on. I'm going to set the promo code real quick. Eggs, discount, 5%. Boom, add discount. And then we're going to go to listings, camp bacon and eggs, hoodies, $38.99. $38.99. They're both $38.99. Why are there two of them? What? There were two of them. On our store? Yeah, the other day when I went to look. There were like two of them and one of them was like $57.99. There was two hoodies. I'm looking at our store right now. There's nothing for $57.99. Mm. The Camp Bacon and Eggs hoodie is the most expensive hoodie, but it's $38.99. Yeah, there was one that was also like $57.99. And it was right. the same well, hoodie. It was, like, it was like the Gildan traditional hoodie. Oh, well, I'm looking at everything we sell. And there's nothing that expensive. That's good. You can get the hoodie in pink or in gray, or you can get the t-shirt in gray. It's an awesome t-shirt. I really like it a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Like a lot. But also, if you're listening to this episode, then we actually also just launched our newest t-shirt. We're doing a new t-shirt like every week-ish for the next few weeks. So, and the other one has a fish with a mustache because, like, can we really trust them? Can we really trust can them? Can we really trust them? <laughs> so, fish they say with keep your friends close and enemies closer. You can wear a fish with a mustache over your heart. Sure. Also, I'm going full stash for the beach. That's terrifying. Oh, yeah. All in on the stash. I, I just don't think that's going to work the way you want it to, bro. I've done it before. I don't think you're going to look as pretty as you think you're going to look. I think I will. Okay. Well, send me a picture. I will. He will. I'll send you. I'll send you a photo. Full send. Full send. Some saucies. This is definitely like a home-cooked meal on a cast iron skillet. Ain't no doubt about that. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Big board ranking. Have you been ranking things? Have you been updating the board? Yeah, for the most part, I think. Uh, yeah. 
Um, where does this go? <laughs> you said what happened to the numbers? Did you not know? Oh, no, you didn't write that. Yeah, Zach Pearson wrote that. Zach, love you, Zach. We miss you. Hope you're doing well. Oh, I said that I was, I sent out a Snapchat saying that I was recording, and wait, I got a Snapchat back from Maria Caloris that just said 3333333 all over it. There's no doubt about that. That's exactly what this recording is. Um, <clears throat> is it better than Moonlight? Yeah. Okay. It's not better than Jurassic Park. I'm cool with it. What? It's not? not better than Jurassic what? Uh, have you seen Jurassic Park? Have you seen this? Okay. I, I don't Jurassic know. I don't Park? know. I'm, I'm willing to have that conversation. I really like this movie a lot. I also really like this movie a lot. Uh, but I I think, as much as I love this movie, I think that if you sat me down and said, which would you rather watch? Nine times out of ten, I'd say Jurassic Park. Oh, same. But I would say that over anything. Right. Over so Star good. Wars, even. God, I love Star Wars. One day we're going to have to have the conversation about Jurassic Park is better than uh, A New Hope. Why? And Empire. Why? When are we going to have to have that conversation? Uh, you're just going to have to learn one day. I, here's the thing about Star Wars. I love it. I get that. I'm ready for you to cool off on Star Wars a little bit. We were all in on the Avengers for so long, and now the world is back to Star Wars, and I'm just really excited about that. Because, like, I, I love the, the the MCU is probably, like, my go-to fandom. That's, like, the one that I like the most. Um, But I'm ready for a much-needed break. Same. But Star Wars, baby, it's back. And I'm ready for Star Wars to fill that void for a year or so. I, I'm not ready for you to talk about Star Wars for another year. I'm ready for you to be chilled on Star Wars for a little while. What do you want me to talk about if not Star Wars? Uh, I, I, anything else? You've been doing this about Star Wars for for over two years now. I just really like Star Wars. I get that, but it's not the only thing out there. It might be. It's not though. If you're going to Desert Island, you could bring one one set of one one set of franchise films. What would you bring? The MCU. There's 23 of them. That's true. That's true. I do I would, like the MCU. I would, I would bring the MCU or the Bond movies. The most movies. <laughs> what gives me the most variety? I but love you know Star Wars. Crazy? Don't get me wrong. Love Star Wars. Big Star Wars fan. Big, uh, you know, industrial AC unit. But I just don't think it's the only thing out there. I don't think it's the only thing out there either. I, but I love Jurassic Park. I love Jurassic Park. I even love the whole Jurassic Park franchise. Uh, well, that's But I like Star Wars better. Jurassic Park Fallen I, Kingdom was a bad movie. Or Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was a bad. I mean, movie. it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't good. Best. It had that scene with the with the with the long neck falling in the smoke. That was. I mean, that made the whole movie worthwhile. It was alright. Anyway, we can put it above Jurassic Park. What about Dark Knight? I see. That's the thing is, I don't know if it's better than Jurassic Park or not. I don't. I don't think it is. It's just I didn't want to write it off so quickly. Okay, my my gut would be above Moonlight. I feel like Moonlight. I I like this is better than I, I respect this much, better than Moonlight. but I like this better. Yeah. What's so? What's above Dark Knight? Avengers Endgame and the uh, Prestige. Prestige. Okay. Yeah, that 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 works. Yeah. So below Jurassic Park. Yeah, I'll tell you straight up. Um, I I think Avengers Endgame might be a little high on that list. I don't. I think I think I, uh, Twitter has made me like Avengers Endgame less. No, I don't think I, I'm I'm I am anti the, what Twitter feels about uh, the MCU. But I also since the MCU has sort of ended, um, I, I I also am ready for a break, and that is just making me look at all of these movies as being not as amazing as I thought they were. Yeah, I definitely need some time. I will say this, and and I know we went on record as very pro Spider Man Homecoming, and I, I have nothing. Well, I don't want to say I have nothing against it, but I, I'm i not, like, completely opposed to the film. But I do remember leaving the theater and feeling pressured to talk about how much I liked it when I didn't home? like it. Far From Home. When I when I didn't like it as much as I may have claimed to. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not a great movie. It suffers from some storytelling problems that I think we highlighted. Um, I'm ready for, I'm ready for Sony and Marvel to finish their spat. I think it's over. I think it's been done. I don't think that there's any sort of spat at all. I think it's all a... 
thing to get us to buy Spider-Man tickets. Yeah, I just want Spider-Man to stay in the MCU. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, that's that'd be it. Play us out, Tyler. So, Bacon and Eggs is a production of Bacon and Eggs Media. We have two podcasts. We have this one, and that's what I'm talking about, which is hosted by the lovely and wonderful Mary Clay Watt. It's hilarious. It's good. And I've been trying to read to catch up so that I can guest on the show, but I just haven't been able to because the book I'm listening to is going to put me to sleep every five minutes, which I'm already tired because rocking a baby in the middle of the night is already a tiring task. It's set in a comfortable chair with a comfortable chair with a comfortable rocking motion. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AmeriCarlin. That's America R-L-I-N. At one time in my youth, it was very cool to love America. And at one point in the growth of my social media, it became hard to change my username. Uh, you can follow Ethan at Edge Hill Photos or at WowNow on Instagram and Twitter, respectively. You I change the show, my social media pod. handles all the time. Ethan does. Yeah, he can do that. He's just... He's just He's got the cojones for that. He's got the photos. He's got the wow and the now. I'm still working on a new Twitter handle. Wow now is officially dead, and I have not changed my Twitter yet. Well, we'll get there. Don't worry. I believe in you. Our music is from the wonderful and talented student Oscar winning Andrew Scott Bell. You can find him at his website linked below because I don't know what it is. Our graphics are done by Vaishon Brandon at graphite.vmb. And what else, Ethan? That's it. You can if join you Patreon. If you, you can, can join Discord. Send us things. You can join Patreon, join Discord, or if you wanted to just send us things, you can send things to PO Box thirty twenty five, Roanoke, Virginia two four zero one five. I know you want to send me things for the baby, but she really doesn't need anything. But what I need is Carlin Brothers Cold Brew. Use promo code Bacon at checkout for ten percent off. And I do need it. I need immediately available cold coffee. I need it. I literally have to have it. Anyway, um, yeah. So buy Tyler's with cold brew. He's dying. Um, I'm, I'm literally long dying. story Please short, buy Tyler's me cold dying. Brew so that I can I can run through walls. Anyway, um, I'm Ethan Etchell. You can find me where Tyler said, and he's Tyler Carlin. Uh, and we've been baking and eggs, and until next week, Arriva Dirty. And through that door, Jesus. That's right, it's Jesus.